Uh, welcome back to the Icy's Pixels podcast. This is Anthony. And this is Dan. Um, wow, I got tired in the last 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so we're back. Um, we're, like we mentioned in the last podcast, we're making an effort to go from recording and, I mean, having a new post up every other week. Or, or every other week that we remember to record to actually getting it up once a week. So yeah, possibly uh, uh, we, we might not commit to once a week. Well, I mean, we can't not commit to it before we even try. So <laughs> you're right. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. This is our effort to be more consistent. So, yeah. Um, uh, pray church as they say <laughs> <laughs> thoughts and prayers are appreciated um so um, you know thoughts and prayers are uh well anyway that's a different topic but yeah thoughts I, and prayers everyone like to your thoughts and prayers actually counted for a lot I, I know they mean something to some people but yeah I feel like that's like the, the cop out like, oh yeah thoughts and prayers well I I used it as a hashtag today, but I tried to, I did something different with it. It was more so talking about my thoughts and, and prayers about something. I don't know. I thought it applied, but I thought it was interesting because I used that hashtag, even though most usually it's, unfortunately it's become a way of, I mean, some people of course are genuine about it, but it's also used by a lot of people to be dismissive. So, yeah. It's it's become the you know the same as typing LOL. It's like you yeah. didn't actually laugh out loud. <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day because I, I I was on Skype or not Skype but like chat with somebody said something that was mildly humorous and they replied LOL and they're like sitting like right next to me basically so I'm like I know you didn't laugh and definitely not out loud. Yeah, but whatever. It, it's like ha ha ha. That was cursy. Yeah. Anyway, so um, <laughs> no, we didn't have a specific topic, but I can complain about work today. Um, <laughs> well, just working with um, I don't know. Have you ever worked had to like work with a outside firm that kind of does what you do, but you basically uh, have to work with them to help them do what you do? Yeah, a few times. Well, it, I don't know. It's something that's going on right now. And it's kind of a frustration. At first it was like a situation was like, oh, wow, why are we hiring these people to do this? Basically to do my job. That's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. And then it turns into, now it's turned into, why do we hire them if I have to do their job? It turned into like, <laughs> what are we paying them for if I have to do all of this stuff for them? So, I mean, it's a situation where it's like they're requiring, they're built. Probably we build a website, but it's like, okay, we need this. Okay, here's a content matrix that I just found out what that was today. And it was like, okay, we need you to fill out, tell us exactly what content goes in every spot on the website and then provide us with the images and icons. And then, like, literally, like, seems like it's like, okay, I thought we were going to pay, I thought we were paying you to do this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, but we're having to do all this legwork to set everything up so that you can copy and paste it into the right places. <laughs> and well, I mean, like typically, I don't know. I, I I've been in that situation, but I would say, like, it, I think it really has to be defined in like 
some kind of contract or something that says what's going to, who's going to do what. Cause typically like if I'm working on a website for someone, I expect them to provide all the content. Yeah. But if they don't have images, I'll say, okay, I can do that. That's an extra cost. If you don't have your copy, I can do copyright yeah. for you, but that's an extra cost. Like things like finding icons for them. Like that's, that's on me. That's part of the design. That's not on them. Yeah. Well, I mean, we, we're making custom, I make custom icons and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I understand that providing that for them and everything, but it, it's more so like a, like basically us, it, the, the assumption from our end was at least from my end and like other people on my team was that they were doing, they were putting some real thought into it and going coming back mm-hmm. with their professional suggestions on how things should be laid out or like, Oh, okay, we'll do it like this. And I think we, we think this is a good idea and everything, but what it's turned into is, um, they're just doing it for you. They're just keyboard operator. Yeah. It doesn't seem, I mean, maybe some thought went into it somewhere along the way, but it just feels like we're just providing them everything that we want, but they're not actually, I don't know. I don't know what was in the contract. I didn't sign that and all that. It's just a frustration I'm having right now. So, I don't know. It it's interesting learning how different people do different things and it just makes you think like, man, wow, like Yeah. This is what y'all charging for? <laughs> yeah, so I've been in a similar situation at one of my first jobs I had when I moved up here to DC. It's like I was doing I was the internal graphics guy for like a marketing promotion team and then the company was being they like went through a merger and so there was an outside company that was brought in to like redo all their websites and all this other stuff. And so as the local guy, I had to interface with them a little bit and I just sat in on a couple of meetings, but mostly they were doing their own thing. But um I had I had to update something on some website or something. I forget. Anyway, I had to do something and it gave me an opportunity to interact with them. And it was annoying because I was like, I felt like we're stepping on toes a little bit. And I was like, I could do that. You don't have to pay them. Yeah. You know, they were getting paid a lot of money just to do little simple stuff. And I was like, I could do that. Yeah. Like, you ain't got to pay them that much. But um, it was a good experience, I would say, because I got to interact with them and I saw how they kind of, how they interacted like with the CEO of the company and stuff like mm-hmm. that and how they basically dressed up what they were offering yeah to make it seem like it was worth a lot more than it yeah. actually was that's what... so that was informative and then also i looked at it from a networking perspective because i had i had the, you know, like some of the stuff i had done was they had to work with it so i was giving them files and they were seeing my work too so it was an opportunity to just kind of shine on my own not to not necessarily to upstage hey. them but i was definitely like doing my best so that whatever they saw of mine, they would be like, Oh, that's, I know who that is. And if I ever needed to get a job, I could probably, you know, hit them up and possibly get in on uh, yeah. with them. I did. I did have that thought also. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see how they feel about us when we get done with this. But, um, yeah, cause I think it's, a, it's definitely a situation where they came in and, and now we have a team of people like me, designer, we have a content writer, on staff and we have an SEO guy on staff so technically mm-hmm. we could do everything they're doing but so we, I don't know I think they're not used to working with a company that could really do this stuff <laughs> so they're you know the yeah. some of the things that they're providing it's like it will, will definitely work on somebody else but on us we're like what is this <laughs> you know like it, I don't know there's just been it's been communication problems all along so I mean I don't know that's just what I'm dealing with 
But that, I could definitely see how that would make you and other people that work there nervous because it's like, you hired someone to do my job. Well, yeah, that was a thought at first, but now I don't think that's a thought because we're having to do a lot of the work. So, mm-hmm. well, as long as as long as uh, management is aware, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. it's not a big deal. As well, long as and they we know, are, you know, like, I'm able to focus on because I mean, for a while there, you know, I'm doing web design or whatever, which you know, coding and all that. That isn't my strongest area or something that I'm passionate about. It's more so design mm-hmm. and I'm really wanting to get more into UX. So this ties into something that we had talked about and I kind of stumbled on it. I started learning Adobe XD. Oh yeah. It's not no, that it's hard not, to learn. But we <laughs> talked about I used it for like yeah. one day and I was like, okay, No, yeah, I it's easy. <laughs> I, I it's great though, because I'm like, oh I can get more into this and get away from using Photoshop to design stuff. <laughs> but um Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. And have you used like so they have a thing in there where you can like make a list of like like so if you wanted like repeating data, like a d- table of data, you can kind of just Yeah, like oh, a, a repeat grid. a grid. Yeah. Oh, that thing is amazing. Because oh, I hate doing that, that in Photoshop. That thing is amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's super annoying. No, that thing, that that part is amazing. That's one of my favorite things in there, and I like. Mm-hmm. I haven't done it yet to present, but like you know how you can link everything and like show that whole process, like so you could you know show a whole website. I'm yeah. looking for. So I used that. it recently so, on a project. I I had already built the site, so it was I didn't even need to use it. I guess. But I wanted to show somebody basically a mock-up of the site and how interaction was going to work and stuff like that. So I built it in XD. Um, and all I did was just I just took a bunch of screenshots of the actual site and then linked them all together so they could see, like, if you click here, it's going to take you here and then here and then here, like that type of stuff. And it was cool for that. Yeah. But I've also seen it used. I've also used it, like, for mocking up, like, a full, like, from scratch design. Yeah. That's what I'm doing. But it was now, more yeah. like a, I use it can, more for I mean, like wireframes, use... honestly. Because if I'm actually going to do the design, I'm not yeah. definitely not going to do it in there. Because it doesn't have the design tools I need. Well, you can. Oh well, I mean, depending on what you're going to do, I mean, you have the pen tool. I don't know what else you need. Yeah, but, but like, <laughs> I guess like for working with images and stuff like that, like if I'm trying to really make it look really good, I probably wouldn't do it in there. Well, yeah, you edit the image somewhere else and then just pull it in. But yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, definitely for wireframes and some, you know, setting up an app or something like that because you're not going to have all that kind of mm-hmm. fancy, you know, stuff on an app. But um, I don't know. I'm, that's something we said we we're going to learn a new software. So I've been learning that. Have you too. like used any of their like? Because uh, they have like plugins and toolkits that you can use for like. Here's all the Windows buttons. Here's like some Mac looking buttons. Here's like Material Design buttons and drop downs and form fields and that type of stuff. Oh no. I just started oh, okay. using it last yeah, week. Yeah, so I've used that because uh <laughs> the project I was working on we were using Angular Material and so it's got like a specific look to it and I was like I'm not trying to recreate this exact style and I found a download where you can download like the like a uh, Windows 10 style or Windows drop downs like yeah. so you know, on the website you have forms or drop downs stuff like that so you could download that stuff. And just plug it in, which made it easier for what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's pretty cool. I mean, and I, I really would like to get more into the design side of things and less on the, you know, mm-hmm. 
coding part of things because that that definitely limited my design because I was like, okay, now I gotta figure out how to code this. <laughs> I think this will look good. I don't know how to make this, so yeah. we're not gonna do that. <laughs> so I don't know. It's interesting. So I mean, that's that's the kind of direction I've been leaning recently, and that's something I really like to mm-hmm. explore more. So we'll see how that goes. So I check that off of my to do list. Yeah, it's only one. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of UX stuff, so I've been working on an application. It's uh, supposed to be launching soon, and uh, I've finally got the opportunity to actually talk with some of the users of the application. That's been very informative to find out, like, do, do they even like the UX that's been put together? Because I'm putting together stuff. Like, so when yeah. you're doing UX, the the challenging part is that you may do what makes sense to you. But you're not the yeah. You're not using this like for an application at least. You're not the one using it every day for a website. This may be a little generic because it's like well, it's just a website, so it doesn't have to be anything too unique or whatever. But uh, you know, yeah. you, you as a designer, as a person with, who uses a computer all the time, your perspective on things is like, oh, it's obvious where the search box is. It's right there, <laughs> and the other person you don't, yeah. they don't think the yeah. same way. So. Um, it's very helpful to like do user interviews and stuff like that to talk to them, find out mm-hmm. how are they thinking about things or how do they think through the process? Like, so uh, like one thing we yeah. did was like, we had users say, okay, I need you to find this page and do this action, give them no instructions and just, just watching them to see how they went about it and have them talk through the process. Like, okay, so I'm going over here because this help button has the information. looks like it, this is where I need to go or oh, this heading looks like where the information I'm looking for should be. So I'm going to go over here and then I'm going to do this and that and whatever. So that's very informative because then you see how they think and you're like, Oh, <laughs> I didn't realize that, you know, that color threw someone off or that description wasn't clear enough or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. And that'll be good. I mean, that's the one thing I've, like to now that I have more of a team that I'm working with so I mean you can definitely get some feedback from different you know in different perspectives Mm -hmm. from people so um, for for sure for sure (laughs) so on your team would you say that you're one of the well you're like the only designer person right yeah I have yet to work with other designers do you feel, so I saw someone posting online about this, do you feel nervous or how does it make you feel to be the, the big fish in the small pond? Like being the only designer? Yeah. Or, or um, well, I, I was going to compare it to also like a situation where you were like the lead designer, um, but if you've never worked with another designer, then that's kind of impossible. Basically, you mean like being the decision maker? No, 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 no not that, but just like there's not like you don't have anybody you're learning from like you're responsible for your own it's... learning and stuff yeah I guess it's um, similar to being a freelance person where I guess I don't know anything else I've never not been in this situation mm-hmm. so I don't know I, I mean part of me is eager to be in a situation like that just to see what I can learn yeah. um but yeah, I haven't been in a situation like that where, you know, I was, you know, the junior designer, or, you know, or whatever, or middle. I haven't been in a situation like that yet, so I don't even know how that would 
<laughs> I don't even know what that looks like. Um, yeah, I kind of. So I don't know. I don't. I'm not even sure what that feels like. I've never had that experience either, and so I would almost like to be in that position because I maybe it's that whole imposter syndrome, or whatever. But I feel like I can learn a lot from somebody who's been doing this for a long time. But then I look I hope back so. and I'm like, wait a minute, I've been doing this for a long time. Yeah, so exactly. Because that's the thing I'm worried about. You gonna get in there and be like, oh wait, you suck. <laughs> I mean, well, I remember my teacher in college. Not that he sucked, but like, I I wasn't impressed with his designs. Mm-hmm. I'll say that. So I mean, I don't know. I mean, and then I don't know. I'm just used to being disappointed in people. So I mean, it'd be amazing to get in a situation with somebody I could learn from. But on the other hand, I wouldn't be surprised if I got in a situation where I'm supposed to learn from somebody, but it's like, oh, okay, well, they're not that great. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, design skills, they're not the only things <laughs> that there are to learn. No, no. There may be management skills or a lot of things like that that, you know. Yeah. I, you know. I, I'm i not seeking out that situation. If I end up there, it'll be interesting to see and just yeah. find out from somebody who's been in it for a while. But, uh, yeah, most of the people I've met and talked to, even people that have been doing it for a little longer than me, uh, yeah, I was like, okay. Uh, I, I don't feel like I'm learning that much. I mean, I, I, what I would like to learn is how to, you know, processes, you know, like maybe how you're managing, people are managing their time or their projects, you know, yeah. or, you know, or if it's a freelance person, like how, you, you know, how you're charging people, you know, stuff. I would, that's things I would like to learn mm-hmm. from. I mean, as far as like design techniques, like, I mean, sure, you know, I try to always learn, get inspiration from everything. So, I'm always learning from that, from whoever, even if they don't mean to be teaching me anything. So I can't really count that. But um, I think I would learn the most from, yeah, just how they're doing things and, you know, how things operate in a bigger situation, how that works with multiple designers, just how that collaboration works. Because, I mean, I, you know, I haven't really done that since college. Yeah. The last (laughs) time I was in that situation was definitely in college. And then since then, it's just been you're the designer. Or I was either working for myself or I was the designer. And so, like, if I did stuff terribly, I didn't find out until maybe I was looking back at it and I was like, wow, that was trash. Or, like, I saw someone else, like, I saw, like, another designer and they looked at it and they gave feedback. Or, like, um, like we were talking about at the beginning, uh, when another company came in to do something and they commented, like, yeah, well, this could be a little better here. And I was like, oh, oops. Yeah. (laughs) Well, in my situation, I came in. It was like I felt like they. I feel. I really feel like they gave us two. They gave us some little out of the box designs. They weren't great. I didn't think they were great. Mm-hmm. Two these like honestly, it was only like two designs, but there was like a design and a variation of the design. Mm-hmm. So there was four designs in total, but really two. And one was out of you know, kind of a little bit you know aggressive shapes not aggressive shapes but a little more creative and less template like and then the other the other one was hot garbage like the most basic template you know template template mm-hmm. you know you could find feel to it and i really feel like they either they weren't that great at designing or they phoned it in mm-hmm. 
Well, I mean, do you think it could have been the situation where they just wanted you to pick a certain one? Because it's like, well, this is that's the well, that's what I mean. Like, I almost felt like they may, maybe they did it on purpose. So I guess that's the third reason they did it on purpose so that we pick a certain one. Purposeful misdirection. They just aren't that great at design, mm-hmm. or they just phoned it in. We're like, here, just give them this thing that we threw together at one point. Because I ended up having to design. We were giving them notes, and I ended up having to design the whole page, lay it out exactly how we wanted. Like, okay, here, just just make it like this, please. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, so I mean, it's it, it's frustrating, but I mean, it's interesting. I mean, that's what you know. I don't know. Maybe you know. Maybe I will end up in a situation where I can actually learn from somebody. We'll see. I guess. Mm-hmm. But you know, I don't know. Yeah, I think <laughs> in terms of, <clears throat> in terms of learning, I think sometimes we expect it to come from someone sitting with you and like, okay, here's what you should do. Click, Teach me on, <laughs> click on the blur tool. <laughs> but a lot of times I think from the things I've learned have not been that way. Of course I've learned like through traditional methods, YouTube and all that type of stuff. Uh, Photoshop training channel, Peter McKinnon, right. all that type of stuff. But, um, I think a lot of the stuff I've learned in terms of like presenting my work and techniques and stuff like that has been either through seeing other people's bad examples. Well, most mm-hmm. of it has been through bad examples, honestly, like seeing the way people did things poorly. And I'm like, okay, note to self, don't do that. Or every yeah. once in a while you'll see someone do a really good job. But most of the really good jobs I see are not from people, you know, I work with or anything like that. It's generally other people like on the internet somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested. I mean, I think they have places here in town where I could go and maybe, you know, take little classes and just see, or, I mean, or just be around and see what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd be interested in doing, just see what I can get for inspiration or just like how think people do things because, uh, I don't know. Learning is good. Yep. And I think like for both of us, the thing that'll take us to that whatever that next level is or whatever, you know, it's, you know, learning more of the, I guess, business side of it. Yeah. The management side of it. I mean, even though, I mean, I don't know. I like doing, I like designing though. I don't want to just sit there and tell other people to design things. I do like designing things. So I don't know. It's a weird, I don't know. It's what we'll I have to figure it out, but not today. <laughs> <Don't> get... <laughs> Well, um, I guess that's all we have for today's episode. Um, I'm getting really tired. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna try to go to the gym in the morning at like five forty-five. Have you been uh, keeping up with all your gym resolutions? Yeah, I mean we've been doing it long enough now. That it's not even a real. It's, it's you know. It's just an, uh, an assumed thing. It's just a lifestyle. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know, you know that song. Yeah. Um. No, I mean we we've been doing it long enough to just lifestyle. So I mean it's you know mostly just being you know keep on doing what we're doing. And Do you find it offensive when uh, people who obviously don't exercise wear exercise clothes? <laughs> offensive <laughs> I don't know so there's this lady I work with or young lady I work with she's not like overweight or anything but 
recently she just started wearing yoga pants to work like every day and it's like okay that's that's a bit much for work so you're saying she's uh appropriating fitness no uh, no, no no i just like, thought it was interesting that people would consider that. <laughs> she actually does go to the gym and so it's not a problem but it's just interesting uh, well, un- unfortunately, a lot of people go to the gym and exercise. I mean, I, I hear what you're saying. That's unfortunate, but a lot of people go to the gym and exercise, but don't see any progress because they're doing stuff wrong. So, well, I think that's uh, that applies to a lot of things. Uh, yeah. If you're if the other things you're doing, if you're not doing enough positive to outweigh the negative that you're doing, then yeah. you might as well not do anything. Yeah. Well, I get, let me not say that. You might. Have, it's good to continue trying, but you want to make sure that the the positive is outweighing the negative, so that you're you have a, a positive sum and not just a, a yeah. net zero. Yeah. Anyway, speak on the king. Okay, not entirely, <laughs> but yeah. Okay. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, yeah, we're, we're trying to be consistent, so uh, wish us luck. Keep us in your thoughts and prayers. All the good stuff. Check yeah. out our store on our website. Bon. bon. Yeah. I need to say that with confidence. Next um, time we should just a thought for next episode. We'll talk about um something I heard something about recently. Um crap, I just went blank. <laughs> Intellectual property. Okay. So So tune into our next episode about intellectual property coming soon, possibly. Next week. Maybe. <laughs> we're going to post we have them up on Tuesday so next Tuesday or wait no yeah see that's what I was talking about alright okay. well thanks for tuning in stop recording <laughs> <laughs>